0: What is up, GW Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. It's your host, Ben Mayfield. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is a throwback for me. This is, you know, when I was in college at the University of North Georgia pursuing a bachelor's in education, I we, we get these things called cohorts where, you know, you're with a select few, um, you know, other students that you work through the two-year education program, you know, day in, day out, we did tests together. We did projects together. We did papers together. The late nights in the library, the hanging out on the weekends, the traveling to schools. These were some of my, you know, closest friends in college that helped me get through and to graduate. Uh, on the show, uh, we have Hannah Eaton, who's now Hannah Bell. Uh, we also have Jessica Estes, and we have Hannah's husband, Chris. And the three of them were just just wonderful guests. We have a you know shout out to Josh Kraus and Will Ross, and just actually there's like like 15 people in that group. But this was kind of like boiled down. Like uh, my friend Russell Reed was an education program I mean, He's not in this episode, but just all those people just had a huge impact on my life and getting me through college and getting me through this education program. It's like a it creates this this authentic community. So they're here. And they're so nice. I've known Hannah since high school, and Hannah and I did uh, 4-H together. We worked at summer camps at Wasiga, Rock Eagle, all those places. So Hannah and I go way back. And Hannah, Jessica, and Chris decided, since my birthday was this week, it was you know, Wednesday, June 10th. So if you listen to this, give me a birthday shout-out. Uh, but anyways, they decided to ask me questions. They're like, hey, you're 28. Let's ask you 28 questions. And so they kind of go, I don't know if we actually got to 28, but we asked a bunch of questions. Some of them just kind of caught me off guard, so I'm kind of serious on some of them. Some of them are kind of funny. We have a lot of great stories. It's just a fantastic. You just feel the energy of positivity. We also, this is the first time, this is a big deal, first time ever on the Great Wild Buffalo podcast, we had a baby, uh, Hannah and Chris's uh, beautiful, wonderful son, in the studio uh baby wayne and so if you hear wayne in the background know that you know it's a beautiful child and so we were it was actually kind of funny because you know they were all like kind of like nervous like oh we're sorry we're sorry like nah, whatever like we have a baby we have a baby and he was adorable and precious so if you hear that that's what that is not just i didn't add baby sound effects in the background so anyways i hope you enjoyed this episode Follow us on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. It helps us a lot. We're trying to post things out. We get you know episodes. We, we, we do a giveaway. We're giving a giveaway. I think next week we'll see who wins that. It's a pretty big prize for our one-year anniversary. So we just have a lot of stuff, and it just helps us out. It gets the channel out there, uh, spreads the word of mouth. So we appreciate it. And if you have any people that you want to get on the show, Send us a DM. Send us. We want to be interactive. We want to be part of this. I you know, this is a, a, a passion project of mine. And so sometimes, you know, I'm trying to do things and grow things. But, you know, you're the listener. So you tell me like, hey, we want this person back on, or hey, we want to hear this, or hey, we want to do that. So just let me know. And I just really appreciate y'all being part of the herd and listening to this episode. And I hope you really enjoy it. And so uh, thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day's done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the great white buffalo, the great white buffalo.
1: Podcast with Ben Mayfield.
0: What up, GW Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves just a a tremendous cast of people here that you've never heard before. And they have the energy, they have the insight, they have just the spirit. And I've known some of these people for decades. Not that I'm super decade old, but just for a long time. In my co-pilot seat... It's Mr. Chris. What's up, Chris?
2: Hey, what's going on, man? Actually, uh, really excited. First time ever meeting you.
0: This that is, is true. Uh,
2: quite a first hangout experience. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you, we've met. Now you're in my home, and now you're on my podcast. Like. We
2: talked about all the essential things in life. Uh, your background, anime, and I feel like that's it. That's all we need.
0: I mean, you know, we're we're. Pra- I'll see you at my wedding as a groomsman. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then over there in the guest of honor seat is Miss Hannah. What's up, Hannah?
1: What's up, y'all? What's up?
0: <laughs> uh, Hannah, I've known since high school, and we were counselors together. We'll get into that a little bit later. And then in the maverick seat, the wild card, the wild child, is Miss Jessica. What's up, Jessica?
3: Hey, hey, what's up?
0: Jessica, uh, Jessica, I guess we met, what was it, your freshman year, or sophomore year? We met in the education program? Or we we in the suites first?
3: You know, you it's... really never know. Like, it could have <laughs> happened any of those three places. That's
0: true. It's... It was a long time ago. So, and this is a special recording because this is not going to be released today, but the day that we are recording this is my birthday.
3: Happy, Happy birthday.
0: birthday! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was definitely fishing for that. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. Go! 28, Go. 28 years old.
3: You're old.
0: I know. I know. You're fine.
2: Don't, don't listen to them.
0: Yeah. It's listen your them. birthday. Chris, when you turned forty one, what was that like? <laughs> you know, it was uh it was like
2: a dream because it hasn't happened. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so Hannah said that y'all had some questions for me and I'm I'm ready to talk and yeah, answer these questions. You know,
1: twenty eight isn't one of those milestone birthdays. It's more just one of those birthdays that you're like, Oh, this was like twenty seven. 28, you know, almost close to 30, which is basically over the hill.
0: Well, 30 would be more of a milestone birthday than 28 or 29, kind of like 19, like 19 and 20, like whatever, for like 21, that's like a big birthday.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we want to make your 28th birthday pretty special. So we got 28 questions that we're going to throw your way (laughs) in random order. About
3: your last year of life. So
2: ben Mayfield, all this is 28 <laughs> questions, why?
0: 28 questions, okay, I love it. <laughs> all, all within the past year, like context. Yes. Okay. Yes.
3: There okay. might be some future, like let's think for the future questions, but most you're going to be reflecting okay. on the best
1: year of mm-hmm. your life, I think. Yeah. And we maybe throw one or two about your childhood, but that's neither here nor there, all right? <laughs> okay. You ready to crack into this I'm, thing?
0: Yeah, and, it, and if you can hear that, that is Brother Wayne. He's up there. That's uh, Hannah and Chris's beautiful child.
1: He's talking to the Lord. He speaks in <laughs> tongues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so nervous about what these questions are. Don't be nervous. It'll okay. be fun. <laughs> all right, all right.
1: We'll start you off with an easy one, okay? Okay. What was your best meal that you've eaten this year? Best meal, eaten.
0: Eaten, yeah, for real. Yeah, your yeah. last name's or your former last name is Eaton she's pronounced Aiton my name is Hannah Aiton is that Georgia Georgia roots coming back into me Uh, best meal you know I just is there's a lot of really good meals and there's a lot of meals that have been like home cooked I'm trying to think of like which one kind of stood out to me like the most but this past weekend, my brother and dad took me to the Cheesecake Factory, and I'm a low key fanatic for some Cheesecake Factory. Okay, that cheesecake is delish. And mm-hmm. so I had like a nice steak, mashed potatoes, and some cheesecake for cheesecake dessert. What was it? Delish.
2: Was it a certain flavor slice? Yeah, it's
0: like Adam's peanut butter. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, dude, I love peanut Make butter. Make you sin. We actually, uh, at the end of the summer at Wasiga, our, when we worked together, that was when we did our end and meal, we went to Cheesecake Factory.
1: I remember that uh, the Cheesecake Factory. I'm telling you, I'm a,
0: I'm a huge advocate. They're, they're a sponsor of the podcast, <laughs> so so I had to plug them at least you five know, times. Chris
1: <laughs> gave me a gift card one time to Cheesecake Factory, and I go and I order my little meal, order my cheesecake, and I give them the gift card to pay for it. There wasn't any money on it. Oh, no, I didn't wow. give that to you Yeah, you yes, did. did Yeah, you did There was yes, no money did. on it And you oh, felt so bad And the manager was like flop. He's like, I'll flop. cover this for you And I was like, thank you bro. That's so embarrassing
0: it was early on in my being a spouse days <laughs> Yeah, he was
1: like I knew you loved Cheesecake Factory So I want to give you this gift card
0: <laughs> He didn't know that he had to like, put money on it and just like, <laughs> I, it's, it's covered by the gift card Cheesecake Factory yeah. covered I was
2: preloaded
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> Speaking of embarrassing moments all right. What has been your most embarrassing moment of this last year of oh, your life? God,
0: uh, question number two, most embarrassing moment. Are like, are we getting real, or just comical? Like, what are we doing? I mean,
3: it's your show. So. It's your
0: life. <laughs> you true.
3: have control here. Yeah.
0: Because like, I've had some embarrassing moments in my life that are pretty hilarious, but they're not. I don't know. This last year, I'm trying to think about all these things that have happened in my life. Yeah, I don't know. Most embarrassing, I got dumped. In February, I don't know if that's embarrassing. It's that rough. No, that's I rough. I, that. I just feel like that's like
3: something that
2: happened. So I think you need to dig a little bit deeper.
3: <laughs> okay, yeah, I thought that. I thought
0: that was a really emotional vulnerability there. Yeah. like okay, these emotionally girls are emotionally like, embarrassing. We yeah. want the good stuff.
2: See, that's, that's the thing. I, I feel like that's a that's sometimes a gender difference. I feel like sometimes guys take a breakup as really embarrassing. It's yeah. like, a, oh, I really failed that, or like, I flunked that. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Do you <laughs> want me you, to like
3: give you an example of an embarrassing <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, yes, please do. Okay, so um, freshman year, you know, okay. at North Georgia, we go to chow to eat.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah, I don't know if you did that. But um, I was a newbie, and, you know, there's just so many options on the bottom floor. But I was like, oh, let me go check out the top floor. <laughs> but I had already gotten a tray on the bottom floor, And so I go up, and I'm like, oh, a burger! (laughs) And so I go stand in line for a burger, you know, get one, whatever. Well, freshman thing, at the burger station, they give you a tray.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you have double tray. So I
3: have double tray. Walking down the stairs, the top tray with my food (laughs) flings off of the bottom tray and lands on the ground at the entrance of chow.
0: (laughs) Yes, yeah, that's, that's pretty embarrassing.
3: <laughs> I walked to the table with no food on my tray and just sat there, and I didn't eat that time because I was just, this is so embarrassing.
0: <laughs> okay, so one time when I was in college, I was in a environmental science, and it was like in this, uh, an s where it had like the auditorium looking thing, and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of people there, like over a 100 people in this class, probably. And we're all sitting there, and I'm like kind of like second row to the front, not because I'm a nerd, it's just I just happened to get there early and just sit there. And I stand up to take my hoodie off, and when I took my hoodie off, my shirt also came off. <laughs> and so I'm in front of this entire auditorium shirtless, and I have a moment of like freak out panic, or, and instead I just turn around, and I do the head nod like, "Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> like, hey, what's up?" Like, Did you get any like, woos, any cheers? Well, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely. Or well, they're like more like a ha ha, like <laughs> like you're single, and um. And so, but then I, I did, I even did the awkwardness of like, I pulled the shirt out of the hoodie. <laughs> like, oh. like, I didn't put it all back on because, like, it's still hot. So, like, I took the shirt out and then put the shirt back on. I was like, all right, oh, deuces, man. I'm out. Don't ever, don't ever see me or talk to me. So, <laughs> that you know? was good. That was good. All right. We'll count it. Yeah. All right. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Hannah, do you want to share an embarrassing moment
1: from your past? Uh, no.
2: I'll decline. She's she's not on the hot seat. There's so many good ones. (laughs) Oh, okay, guys. Okay. Shots fired. All right. What has been your favorite movie of this year?
0: Well, we haven't had a lot of movies because of the COVID, (laughs) so thanks a lot, COVID. No, like
3: Um, your past year of life, not 2020. Okay, okay,
0: well, all right, is uh, Avengers Endgame. I'm a huge Mm. Marvel fan, Mm. and that was like, it wasn't just a movie. It was like this this
1: Taylor Swift song
0: yeah the end game yeah I love it
1: makes you feel things
0: yeah I <laughs> love T-Swift she and I used to date but I don't want to talk about it
2: <laughs> okay but then here's what I gotta know did you cry at the ending there of Endgame?
0: you know I was with a bunch of friends so yes I did <laughs> <laughs> um no I get I get emotional in that stuff man like I love you you know, 3,000, that's like pretty. <laughs> Sorry, my husband is breaking things. It's okay. Little Brother Wayne, he's adorable. Um, So that was that was pretty emotional when it said, I love you 3,000, uh, spoiler <laughs> Tony Stark dies. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty, that was heartfelt. I mean, it really was, I felt that. And like, it wasn't, a, it was a character that I've seen in movies and movies and movies. It mm. wasn't just like. You know, one movie. Okay, it's sad, but this was like a character that I've seen in the last ten years. So yeah.
2: And well, I'm assuming you know the meaning behind that statement, though, in the Marvel cinema, right? I love you, three thousand. Like what? what the 3, why they chose the three thousand? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Gotcha. We'll just leave. That I do similar. not. I do <laughs> not. <laughs> Spread the light on it for those who don't know.
0: You know, here's the thing. So in the Marvel universe, you're talking about with the Stan Lee connection.
2: No, I'm talking about the the runtime.
0: Oh, the runtime? No, I don't know that. You don't know about that? No, no, no.
2: The the thing, uh, love you three thousand, all the way from the very first uh, movie that introduced the whole series with Iron Man, uh-huh. all the way up until the very end of uh, Spider Man Far From Home, which is considered the last one of that first uh, Avengers arc. Yeah. The total running screen time is three thousand minutes.
0: What? Well, yeah. I did not know that.
2: Yeah, they planned that a while back to be part of the movies.
0: That's um, <laughs> that's that's like down to the science too. Yeah, it's like, crazy. I, I mean, I love uh, when she did the cheeseburger reference, because mm-hmm. um, that's from an Iron Man one. Sorry, these two girls don't know what we're talking about, but it's really good. It's fantastic. Hey, this is good. your year, your life. Have you it.
3: spent some of your COVID time like watching the Marvel movies in order? Mm. Because no. we, we did that in my apartment over COVID. We watch them all in order. We? Who Was you... who You uh, need to step it up. Yeah, yeah. Who you, you watching this with? with? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me and my friend Amanda and um, Brianna. Yeah, okay. Nobody special. Amanda,
0: wink, wink. All right, whatever. <laughs> you
2: mean Amanda. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> one, God, day, one day, one <laughs> day.
0: Exposed.
1: All right. Uh, um, what goals have you accomplished this past year?
0: You know, that's actually... Uh, Actually, if I could pull it up real quick, like honestly, and this one's something I've been thinking about, praying about a lot lately. Was I went to this, I'm part of this cohort of youth ministers, and we did like it's almost like a counseling session, I was not prepared for. But this is a statement that I wrote through this, like, cohort was because what was the question? What was some breakthroughs? No, what are some goals? Or some goals. Yeah, accomplished goals. This this goal is a continuing goal, but it says, I value courageous vulnerability, which means choosing to be open with people and it looks like having healthy and meaningful relationships that encourage me to be continually open. That I wasn't very vulnerable. Mm. Um, and so to like courageously be vulnerable is to like to go out and it's okay to put my heart out there. Either in, you know, family relationships or romantic relationships or friend relationships, whatever it is, and be vulnerable. So I have a lot of, we won't get into this, but past that keeps me like, I open only certain layers of yeah. my heart. And, like, some people are closer to my heart than other people, but no one's, like, in that inner gushiness because of the hurt.
1: It's like an onion, you know? It's like an onion, like or, an ogre. Or a, or a cake, you know? <laughs> both, both have layers. All
0: right. Well, if that's me, then you're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a donkey. Okay.
3: Right. You know, that was a little heartfelt. So yeah. So we're going to just go a little in the comedic side of things. Yeah, what you got? Um... Did Carol Baskin kill her husband?
0: Oh my God! Absolutely. Not right. O- not only did she slaughter her husband, she just bought uh, or attained,
1: acquired,
0: acquired yeah. Joe Exotics farm. So not only did she murder that husband, now she's got her arch nemesis farm. I mean, that girl.
1: She got everything she wanted. She got
0: everything. everything the devil I is alive. What? Yeah, it proves the devil is alive.
1: I, all I <laughs> have to say is, here kitty kitty. <laughs>
0: What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to today's episode. Yeah, no, she definitely did it, for sure. Mm. I'm willing to bet a hundred of Hannah's dollars.
3: A hundred of Hannah's yeah, dollars? Yeah, I would, absolutely. I would, I'd back you for that, <laughs>
0: all right, for good. that
3: bet. I'd support that decision as well.
0: Uh, now, I don't know, I don't think she fed it to the tigers, to be honest with you. you I think move. she put it in the bayou, like in the or water. Or the septic tank. Or the, sep- maybe the septic tank. I'm thinking she fed it to some alligators. I mean, they have, like, a thousand-acre place. Alligators will destroy you that. You don't
3: believe the theory that um her husband was the guy that... Jeff Lowe? Oh, Jeff Lowe. Yeah. You yeah. Been, have you seen that theory? That her husband
0: is Jeff Lowe? No, her yes. first
2: husband was Jeff Lowe. Like, even before her first husband in the show... That's a long time
0: ago, though. That's, like, 25-something it's, well, it's a conspiracy theory for but sure. She's,
1: Jeff is so old, and the pictures... If you look at a picture of her first husband and Jeff... They look very similar, and so it makes you wonder: like, did she pay him off? But Ooh. I'm s- I'm still on team. She killed her husband yeah. for sure. Oh
0: yeah, there's no doubt here. And her hu- and her, her Carol Baskin's brother was the on-duty officer that night.
2: Mm-hmm. So that I'm showing him a picture of Jeff Lowe versus Carol Baskin's actual first husband.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, they look. That, yeah, they look strikingly similar. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's okay. That's a good conspiracy theory. I like that. Yeah. I hope they do a season two. I don't know if they can technically do a season two. I don't know what else is to explore. If they could find a
2: way, I'd definitely watch that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All right, what's the what's the next thing you got on
2: Where What are we going into? Um, what would you say has been the toughest time of this past year for you?
0: You know, it's, it's got to be the isolation aspect mm. of it. You know, I worked in a field of, you know, relational. You know, even like teachers, you know, you could say, like, you know, my job is to teach. But... You're also there building relationships with these students, letting them know that they're loved and, and cared for and the potential that they have for their future. You know, Working in ministry is similar to that relational aspect. And even though Zoom has been you know kind of a normal for us, it's still not the same. It can't supplement that authentic community. And so that's one of the things that's been like a real struggle. I mean, something that we've all struggled with, uh, especially if you're extroverted. You know, I live alone. And so I, like, for just like maybe two and a half weeks with the only person, thankfully I got to see it was my dad, and he and I would go for walks or whatever. But it was, I mean, that was miserable. Yeah. You know, I still haven't got to see a lot of the people that I would like to see, and it's because, you know, the lockdown. So that's been a, a huge struggle. I don't know if everybody else kind of feels the same.
2: Yeah. I definitely agree with that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that too. Um, I think for us with the whole lockdown, you know, having a baby definitely changes it because you want to keep him safe above all else. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll just
1: move into the next que- cuz that kind of goes along with it. What was your hardest like COVID moment? Oh gosh. Besides the being by yourself.
0: It, uh, so excluding the the loneliness, which was crazy, it was that that emotional breakthrough, of being courageously vulnerable, happened like maybe three weeks before COVID. So it was like, you want to so be crazy vulnerable? <laughs> I'm gonna <would> isolate you. It's <laughs> like, okay, all right, world, I see you. Uh, most difficult thing, you know, uh, staying routined has been really difficult because, like, you know, I'm still in school right now, and so I'm like, I'm doing school. I still want to see people, and it's like, do I go to bed at two a.m. Is it 2 a.m.? Oh, it's 4 a.m. Oh, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. Okay, I'm waking up at 10 a.m. Like, it's just whatever.
2: I like how your standard of sleep was it starts at 2 a.m. Like, that's your standard go-to-bed time.
0: (laughs) I mean, isn't everybody kind of like (laughs) someone? No. There's there's been some nights in COVID where I've gone to bed at 2 and woken up at 7 a.m. And just like, all right, I'm ready to go. Like, yeah. And it's like, that's only five hours, Ben. It's like, that's all I need. Like, Welcome to
1: parenthood. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I feel like I've woken up at 6.30 consistently during this time more than I ever have in my whole entire life. And it's annoying. Because yeah. you're like, I don't have to be up right now.
0: <laughs> but your body just now... Like, even today, I, I normally work at the food pantry on Wednesdays. And I give it 6.50. And then like I get there by like 7.50. it about an hour. And... Today, like, I don't have to. I was going to sleep in. It's my birthday. And I woke up at 6.50. And I was like, what the heck, dude? So, like, And then it, it takes like an hour to fall back asleep, and then you sleep for two hours, and it's like, whatever. So, yeah,
3: and then you got annoyed you didn't get to hang out with us at 10.
0: So. Yeah, well, then yeah, I find out all these guys and our buddy Josh, shout out to Josh, are all hanging out. I was like, what the heck, dude? I haven't seen you in five years. <laughs> okay, that's a little exaggeration. Well, I mean,
2: no. you haven't seen me in... Any year. That's ever. true. 28 was, years uh, almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's really like, tw- <laughs> it took 28 years <laughs> for you to become 20 my wife. It's a
2: new decade, new me, you
0: know? <laughs> I met you all literally, literally, literally the greatest birthday present of my 28th <laughs> birthday. <laughs> I got to meet Chris. I take that.
2: You know, I'll carry that to the grave. If, with if me. you think about it, like you're yeah. my birthday present. Right, I'll you. definitely take that comment. That'll be an epitaph Going on my grave. Going
3: off your favorite <laughs> birthday present. That was our next question. Of your time on Earth, what has been your favorite birthday present or, um, like birthday experience? You
0: know,
1: <laughs> wait, wait. Before you say that, okay. I just, I just want you to know. Um, I can go and run, get a bow, put it on top of Chris's head. You know, we can
0: <laughs> make it more official. Make that it he is more of him. an
1: official birthday <laughs> gift.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go anywhere to cite like too <laughs> to roger or anything. Um, you're you're a beautiful gift.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, will you will you call her and remind her sometimes of that like Chris is just a great gift. You should be more appreciative.
3: Uh, uh, I don't think you should get in the middle of their marriage. That yeah, just, yeah. That's just like an optional third party yeah. like advice statement. But
0: I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be Switzerland and just play a neutral to y'all's uh, to y'all's marriage. <laughs> Uh, not the one that's like Hey Hannah told me to tell you You need to chill <laughs> out Hey Hannah Chris said that You've been real naggy lately <laughs> It's was like Okay alright then um, And then when I'm bored I decide start drama Hey Hannah Chris said he's real pissed at you right now You might need to go talk to him <laughs> It's like wait what? <laughs> you know what about <laughs> Yeah
1: Just tell me I can't bring it up You
0: know he, He's sitting right next to me He doesn't look <laughs> angry. He's like yeah But he told me That you don't ever notice That he's angry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. drama started. No, I feel like I'm talking way too much, though. Well, it's about you. That is true. It's, it's my birthday, so. Uh, is my. Honestly, my dad was is retired military, and in the military that he was in the National Guard, every summer they do a two-week annual training. So for two weeks of the summer, they all, all the Army guys go and do training for two weeks, whatever. And that always fell on my birthday. Like so, I never really had my dad on my actual birthday. We either celebrate mm-hmm. before or afterwards, just depending on you know where it fell on. And there was about I don't know four or five years in a row where we would go down to Fort Stewart, which is in South Georgia, and we would stay in a hotel, and he would like be able to come see us, like you know a day or something like that, get a pass to come see us. And the pool, we uh, there's a pool at the hotel, and I thought as a kid that that was the coolest thing in the world because I don't have a pool. In my regular life, in my yeah. home, and I had to go on a vacation to a hotel and swim in a pool. Hotel, yeah. Hotel and I would day uh, <laughs> in, and I would open all my presents like in the hotel. It's like I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Looking back on it, it's like okay, some of those pools are probably sketchy, <laughs> you know? but you know, as a kid, you thought it was like the biggest and coolest thing in the world. So yeah, what about y'all? Do you have any like super special birthday memories?
3: I don't know. I remember a traumatic birthday party I had once.
0: Uh, please tell.
3: <laughs> it was, like, maybe third grade, and I just thought it was a good idea to invite, like, all these people. Yeah. And then the girls just, like, half of them hated the other half, and it ended up being this huge brawl, and I was crying, and it was awful, mm-hmm. and nobody slept over, and <laughs> it just ended up being really bad. Another one, I mean, I'll just tell two, is... um. <laughs> So my parents have different political views than my uncle, but we had a birthday party and like had my aunts and uncles and everything over, and dad ended up leaving in the middle of dinner and mowing the grass, and my aunt and uncle left just in the middle of dinner over a dispute. <laughs> so that was kind of awkward yeah, birthday like, situation. Like yeah.
0: reasons not to talk about politics.
3: Exactly. Like you just don't need to
1: talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: No, I can get that.
1: Um, I think best birthday gift ever. Mm. Got to think on that.
0: She's just looking like Chris, like Chris. maybe Oh maybe yes, you step I do. Yes, no, no. Okay, so
1: because so me and Chris have this thing where it's every other birthday we'll we'll go all out for it. Um, so my last birthday, Chris took me to see a Kenny Chesney concert in Colorado, and we got to sit on the sandpit, and um, I got a drumstick. And oh wow, I, I got to like talk to Kenny. It, yeah, it was so awesome! Great concert.
0: Did you introduce yourself as Hannah Ayton? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I was Hannah Bell at that point, oh,
0: that's so true, it was that's more
1: true. like, I'm yes. Hannah Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Have Do you been like,
3: say that every time you say Hannah Bell? Do you like say it in in the accent?
1: I try to because <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous. <laughs> Hannah Leanne Bell. <laughs> hi y'all i'm from madison georgia <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's pretty spot on <laughs> did right. you uh have you been to red rocks in colorado
1: that's yeah we saw chris stapleton at red rocks Dude, i want to awesome. go to red rocks it I was see great. Need great breathe at red rocks that would be awesome I've,
0: I've gotten to see Need to breathe like a bunch of different times. Me too. But never Red Rocks. Uh, we went there, but it was there was not a concert. It was just open, so we just like walked around, took some pictures and stuff.
1: Yeah, hiking. Cool. We've been hiking there, um, but yeah, we saw Chris Stapleton there and Brother Osborne, and they were both phenomenal. Um, so we got to experience a concert there. That was great.
0: Yeah, you're actually we're talking about music stuff. Just real quick, you're the one that got me to go to one of my favorite concerts of all time was Montford & Sons. Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, they
0: played at Centennial Park in Atlanta. It was epic. And you were the, I guess, I'm, I'm assuming you were the one that kind of spearheaded that whole, hey, let's get them tickets and like you know. Whatever. Yeah. I figured you were. I mean, maybe you're not. Maybe, were you, though? No, you I, were though? yeah I definitely you was. You were. You definitely it, were. Who I was would it? Say,
1: I would say that uh, Chris and Will and Wallace and Helen and Hugh and Sarah and Eve you know they're all on board just um, all the names just yeah, all yeah, the all the, <laughs> all the wasita Frank. bears um but yeah we we love gifting that to you and we're so glad that you and avery had just such a great time
0: yeah they got me two tickets so i had to take somebody Nice. Um, and so i took my girlfriend at the time avery lynn <laughs> super sweet girl
1: <laughs> that uh interesting that you dated her i would say
0: yeah yeah it, it didn't it didn't work out in the long run but she was super sweet all right, so what's the, what's the next question y'all got?
1: I think Chris is going to spearhead the next question.
2: Yeah. Okay. okay, I'll say as I figure out this question on the next one, I think favorite birthday thing for me that ever happened wasn't for me. was staying over at a friend's house for his birthday. It was back when we were in, like, I think it was, like, fourth or fifth grade, and this guy, we were at his dad's house, and his dad had this huge woods back behind the house, and we were all hanging on the back porch and we were grilling. And all of a sudden one of the guys goes, hey, do you see that out in the woods? And they're, I kid you not, there are these like two shining red lights coming out from the woods. And they look like eyes. So someone takes a flashlight and shines it through the woods. And they come across a face with these like glowing red eyes. And then fire shoots out from under the porch in front of all of us. And this like maniacal laughter starts going off everywhere. You know, like we're all like fourth or fifth graders. I peed my pants. I legitimately peed my pants. We're all screaming, running inside. Yes. It turns out this guy's dad had put a giant Wayne Gretzky's like life-size poster <laughs> in his backyard. <laughs> lights hooked up flamethrowers under his porch just to like terrify his son on his own birthday. <laughs> that's horrifying. Dude. It was, but that's when I learned the most powerful lesson: fear. I learned about
0: fear on that birthday. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That's why he hates birthdays. <laughs> Golly, that's terrifying.
3: We were all looking at you like you were making that up. No, Just I swear you know. that's
2: true. Like that's fine, but it still lives in my nightmares.
0: Yeah, it was it was too it was too specific if he said Wayne Gretzky. Like, all right, I no, know. I remember he was a huge
2: hockey fan. Yeah. That's the that's the thing that I think makes it most real. Like it's Wayne Gretzky of all people. That's where I don't know anything about hockey. But I know who Wayne is. I know, yeah. How do you think we got his name? Yeah. It wasn't about family names. (laughs) It was about redemption for a dark moment in my
0: life. (laughs) You and your hockey days.
2: Yeah, that did not exist. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Named our son
0: after
2: that memory. What would you say in this time? So probably as as you came about rounding out to the end of the year with this whole COVID thing, you probably started watching a lot more TV as of late. Mm -hmm. Probably a lot more Netflix. For sure. What's been your favorite Netflix jams of this past year before your birthday?
0: That's a great question. Uh, Some shows I re-watched, and then I watched some new shows. I re-watched Avatar The Last Airbender, phenomenal show it's mm-hmm. three seasons it's animated but it has great storyline has great martial arts it has just a just a great character development uh also the tv show community mm-hmm. if you ever watched that
2: i haven't just like an episode or two but yeah
0: it, it, it's really funny and like it's one of those shows that is a, it's a particular sense of humor if you like it you like it and then as you watch it You get some of the inside, Mm -hmm. like, references. Like, you have to, like, it's one of the shows if you just watch a random episode, you might not get it unless you've, like, watched all of it. So that might actually be kind of a negative in that sense. But uh, Tiger King has came out since the COVID. That was a new show that I watched. And then there's, I want to say there's been a couple stuff on Netflix that I've watched. I'm trying to think. I can't. I've, some, I've watched a lot of television. Have
3: you gotten like tired of it? Tired of television?
0: Yeah, I I've realized that I'll start t- like a TV show or movie mm. and watch about a minute of it before I go. decide to do something else. It's like, yeah. oh, that's cool. All right, With go it. yeah. Yeah, I started it.
2: Which Which of the elemental benders do you think you are though? Go back to Avatar.
0: You know. I've always wanted to be an earthbender, and like the metal bending, I like toff. I like um, if you watch Legend of Korra, like earthbending is pretty sick. I love it. Mm-hmm. It it grows too as the show goes. Earthbenders become more and more awesome. Uh, Boomy is one of my mm-hmm. favorite characters, King Boomy. Uh, but I always get the people always have more of a waterbender attitude. Which I don't really know. Maybe it's because like I'm Saka. I don't know. It's like it's a deep. You may get some cactus juice. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but it's the quinches. I I really want to say I'm an earthbender, but maybe a waterbender.
2: Gotcha. Hey, respect, respect.
0: So that's kind of where I'm at. Some of y'all are listening, like screaming at the radio, like I know what that is. Some of you're like, I don't have no <laughs> idea what they're talking about. Like, all right, <laughs> nerds. Like, uh,
3: um, what is the funniest thing that has happened to you this year? So. Not just twenty twenty, like your whole year.
0: Of uh, the year of twenty seven. Oh man, there's a I'm trying to think It's like you're asked some of these questions that I'd like kinda of go like in a deep like remembrance of what has all happened in this past year. I mean,
3: we warned you for these questions. Yeah, that's we, true. We asked you to prepare
1: yourself.
0: Well, I, I, I let me see here. Let me think. I can also if it's dead air I can also edit this out.
1: It can also be multiple, you know, little little things that come to
0: mind. Let's see here. In this past year, oh, this podcast. Um, what was the question again? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what was the funniest?
0: Oh, the funniest thing. Well, this podcast has been hilarious. Like, I this is we just celebrated our one year anniversary, like maybe a couple weeks ago. And so, this podcast has been hilarious. Getting people in here, talking about stories, doing things with that. It's just been really cool. And like hanging out with people that get to come over here. And I have some group of guys that. We'll probably, every other week, they come in here, like uh, Nathan and um, Winston and Josh, people like that, they'll come in here and we'll podcast. So that's been really cool. This has been a fun time doing this.
1: All right. Um, I'm going to ask, two because both of these are pretty easy. Um, What song describes your 27th year?
0: what songs that's <laughs> much fun? god you're asking. <laughs> like not my favorite song not <laughs> a song that I love but I just, mean you, you could start with your favorite song
3: year. and then maybe that will like jump some memory of Yeah. Inspire. oh that song is
1: my one of my favorite
0: year. songs is by Muffin and Son and it's called Awake My Soul um it's like kind of an anthem of mine of like living a life of where you mm-hmm. awake your soul and like you know follow the path that God's put on your heart that's why I have a painting in there um but a song that describes this particular <laughs> year, um, it's by REM. Okay, and it's called "It's the End of the, the World, world as We Know it.
1: it." Oh, good, good.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the one that i would describe. Because <laughs> like before, listen to this. Before the COVID nineteen, it was all about the Australian fires and like yeah. the, yes. and the koala bears and like all the celebrities and all the people trying to help Australia and that soon went died down before that it was kobe and kobe passing away mm-hmm. in like a helicopter and then before that it was like a hurricane before that it was like man it's like everything is just one after you can't even like grief about one thing because the next thing happens yeah mm.
1: and then brad pitt or johnny depp no nothing else to that question oh, just brad pitt okay
0: brad pitt hands down ask me again brad pitt
1: <laughs> All right, Brad Pitt or Cheesecake Factory?
3: Ooh! <laughs> I'm
0: always going to choose a human being over some inanimate <laughs> object. So Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I love Cheesecake Factory. No, I. I uh, even though Brad Pitt did Jennifer wrong, I think he's recovered. Last last year or so, last couple of years, he's done really well. I'm uh, I'm (laughs) allergic to greatness
1: Have you seen his movie um,
0: Ocean's Eleven? No uh,
1: (laughs) Joe Black where Uh, he plays Okay, so he plays Death and his name is Black and it's one of his earlier films but it's real interesting because he kind of acts like very awkward throughout the film because he's like Death trying to figure out what is life and he only has a certain amount of time to do this, and he ends up falling in love or what he thinks is love. Um, and then he has to make the ultimate decision does he continue on or does he go back to his old role as death? So, oh. that was I've a I've never even heard of that movie, it's like 90s um,
0: breath hit, probably. It
1: is. And who is the guy who plays Hannibal Lecter?
0: Oh, um uh, oh, somebody's probably is it Anthony Hopkins? Yes,
1: he's in it too. Yes.
0: So, good recall I, there. I'm sorry, yeah,
1: it's uh. A pretty interesting movie. I yeah, I'll watch not, that. He, I feel like Brad Pitt always eats something. Like, there's always a scene where he's, like, snacking or eating in it. And I find that kind of weird. Maybe that's his thing. Um, but then we also watched with him recently Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
0: Yeah. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I heard it's good. Jessica, have you seen
1: it? I haven't seen it. All right. Stay tuned. Y'all need to watch it. <laughs> it's, I think it's one of his best films. Mm-hmm. Um, And it has just a big plot twist, you know, with Quentin Tarantino in it. And uh, I think it's really good. Worth watching. You don't want to spoil it for us? Don't want to spoil it. Um, It's also graphic. So if you have a problem with that, you know, don't watch it. It's Quentin
0: Tarantino. So (laughs) it's going to be rated R with a lot of blood. Just throwing (laughs) it out there.
1: You're right. You're right. Okay. um, Your
3: favorite slice of pizza that you have eaten in your 27th year.
0: Oh, once again, I was like, <laughs> oh, my childhood. Um, the pizza Hut did a limited edition deep dish pizza back in the early 2000s or 90s. I don't know what it was. And I remember eating that deep dish pizza thing, and this was the most delicious thing I've ever eaten. Uh, but currently, like in this past year, the most delicious slice of pizza, i trying to think if I've gone anywhere like unique or special. That was like a cool pizza place.
3: Are you a pineapple on pizza type of guy or no? No,
0: I am anti-pineapple. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a meat lovers, but I love veggies mm. as well. Um, not black olives, but like onions, bell peppers. I'll eat that. And
3: anchovies?
0: Then, ugh, gosh, no. Is that even a thing? <laughs> do people do that? I, anchovies on pizza? I think
3: it's always like been that joke that's like, oh, you want anchovies <laughs> on your pizza? And then no one does, so
0: it yeah. never happens. Yeah. Uh, Oh that's, I thought I was like, the tigers make noise? No, it's the door stop. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Are you are you excited to have your first ever background noise podcast?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Let's be honest, he's not gonna air it. Yeah. No, no, this
0: is good. I love it. I love the energy. No, this is the first podcast where we've had a baby in the studio. <laughs> And Hannah and Chris are taking turns watching it. Great
2: White Buffalo, a podcast for families. Yeah,
0: it's a family-friendly podcast. Yeah, driving down
2: the car, kid hears that. I it, know
0: what that is. Uh, yeah, everybody's relating to the doorstop. I honestly don't know if they can hear. It. We can hear, it, but I don't know if they can hear. it. If you can't hear, it, we apologize. Keep listening. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Stay with us. Um, uh, when are you having kids?
0: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Pressure much? What question number is this?
3: Um, we're not going in order. We're just going. Yeah. Uh, okay. We still, we still have probably 15 questions left, but okay. we just thought we'd switch it up a Let's little. Let's see here.
0: When, honestly, uh, you know, I haven't dated in a long time, years. I've talked to girls, but I haven't dated. And in this past year, I dated this girl who I thought was awesome, still thinks awesome. And even though it didn't work out between the two of us, she did kind of warm my heart to get back into dating. And so I'm like, all right. And as soon as that happens, as soon as I become courageously vulnerable, as soon as I decide to get back into dating, boom, COVID 19 happens. Mm. Um, and it's locked down. So hopefully, when I find the love of my life, and then, yeah. you know, we'll have kids.
2: Perfect segue. Have you tried the new website everybody's talking about? Podcastersonly.com.
0: Podcasters only. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be lonely. <laughs> On podcasters only (laughs) (laughs) The dating app for podcasters We only date on audio formats (laughs) We only date through the phone We we only date
2: with like Chinese food in front of us
3: (laughs) 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 They don't have to know you have a lightsaber lamp in the corner Okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a deal sealer If you don't know that my podcast studio Has a lot of nerd references (laughs) It has some artsy stuff too But mostly nerd stuff
3: (laughs) Well, leading into this question, um, what are you looking for in a wife? Uh,
0: Wayne, I don't think Wayne wants me to get married. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, get out of here! Uh, He's a man, this is like almost like you're like it's like a dating profile. So like, now, like, I'm on a I game mean, show. I mean, Ladies. that's what I'm
3: doing on my phone. I'm creating a dating app for oh, you. So, you? yeah.
0: You know, uh, I want someone who loves Jesus uh, first and foremost. I want someone who. Is intellectual, funny, go with the flow, allows me to be me, but also uh, won't let me stop growing. Mm. If that makes sense, like I want to grow as a person, grow as a, a father and as a husband, but also lets me be like the binner My my kids call it Benergy. Mm. So it's like let Ben have his Benergy mm. and not try to, st- uh, you know, stifle that. All
2: right, make it or break it. Okay, she's perfect in every way. All right. But to be with her, you can't ever eat Cheesecake Factory again. Oh, God.
3: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> well, then why would she be perfect then? Oh, uh, she's perfect in every other way. In every other way, but she's anti-Cheesecake Factory. What I would say is if she's perfect, then we're going to start our own Cheesecake Factory revolution. Mm. And it's going to be like, instead of Cheesecake Factory, it's going to be like Cheesecake uh, what's the opposite of a factory? <laughs> <laughs> industry. <laughs> yeah, cheesecake industry. Cheesecake <laughs> textile.
3: Assembly <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake assembly line.
0: And it's going to be a competing <laughs> business that we will run and become multi-millionaires.
2: Man, but she
3: doesn't like cheesecake. That's no no no, 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 she's no, like no. Cheesecake, cheesecake factory. She's,
0: she's anti-factories. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Improvise, adapt, <Yeah. laughs> overcome. Oh, <we'll> <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how we're going to work out. This is going to be an incredible that's business Mary opportunity. That's style man over here. Uh, if you want to get into this business opportunity, send us a DM on Instagram page. Oh,
2: man, that's great. Where is, in this next year of life, looking right. forward, after you create your cheesecake textile, <laughs> after you get married, before you have kids, What's one thing in this next year or a place that you want to go visit?
0: Go visit?
2: Yeah, somewhere you want to see.
0: You know, I uh, I have part one of the leaders of this cohort that I'm in is from New Zealand. And so New Zealand has been, like, really cool. Um, she talks about it. She has a cool accent. One of my friends, Avery, shout out to Avery, has been there. And it's just, I don't know, that would be a really cool place that's like – Different. It's beautiful. I love landscapes. also want to uh, visit some national parks. That would be kind of cool, too. I just got to make the time and take the effort to go do it and not just always wanting to do something but never actually doing it.
1: Yeah, you know, you can hit up um, multiple national parks in, like, a loop. If you go from Zion, Bryce Canyon, Mesa Verde, Great Sand Dunes National Park, it'll take you from Utah into Colorado, and it's like a six-hour difference. I mean so. that's
3: really close to New Zealand, so if you wanted to <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: make Pop that loop over there.
3: And, <laughs> and while you were visiting, <laughs> I mean, it could work.
0: Like one's domestic, one's international. Yeah. Domestic yeah. is national. <laughs> international New Zealand. So <laughs> it's like what like a 10, 12 hour drive to New Zealand from here? It's not too bad. Yeah. You can do it in a day. I, <laughs> I
3: also think they have made these shoes that you can jump across the water to get to Australia. Yeah, they called
1: Jeez, Jesus Flight 2.0. <laughs> Jesus Flight.
0: It's like instead of Air Jordans, they're Air Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. always
3: wanted to go to Australia in that area too.
0: I've sure. actually been to Australia. I heard, I, get, I heard it's really hot there
3: though. Uh, I thought it was comparable. As long as it's not humid like it is here, I think we'll be fine. As long as it's not on fire. <laughs>
0: yes, I, was, I was making more of a fire joke than like a temperature yeah, joke. Okay. I just went it over it. It's okay. Wow, <laughs> yeah.
1: sensitivity there. You yeah. see? I need, too, I need soon. <laughs> yeah, too
0: soon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We uh, we also want to give all of our love and support to all the people of Australia and all the koala bears. Yes, we love you. Yeah, uh, the only marsupials we know koala bears and kangaroos. We love you.
1: All right. So since uh, Chris is on baby duty right now, what is your favorite moment slash memory that you've had with myself, Jessica, and Josh? We're leaving out Will Ross uh, in particular in this memory he didn't show up today because he won a free trip. Air quotes.
0: To the beach. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. <laughs> so, I don't know. I want to say, I'm trying to think of like all particular memories because it's different because you and I worked together, Hannah, in 4-H as well as like College World. So that's like a little different. Um, but I also remember like me, you, and Wilson having a lot of fun like around North Georgia when all three of us were there and starting the the Collegiate 4-H Club. And I remember Hannah, uh, Wilson and I driving to your house and like, Stealing some stuff from you. It was really funny. Which, later on, he became Head Miko, so that was kind of cool, because he stole some Miko stuff from you, I'm pretty sure.
1: I've been looking for that stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Well, Wilson has it. (laughs) All right, Wilson. Yeah, you can talk to him, because I Mm. don't have it. Mm. Um, And then...
3: Did you experience the graveyard on top of the mountain with us?
1: I don't know. That was me, you... Will and Cain, and Cain. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've never been able to find it. It's like a mystical place. We've never been able to find it again. Yeah.
0: The graveyard? So,
1: sorry you missed out on that. It's, it was like a church? <laughs> A creepy playground so and a graveyard. What
3: had happened was I was in sorority <laughs> chapter and they just walk into chapter no, okay. and get me out. And we get in whoever's truck that was. Will's, we all yeah. we all like jam pack in Will's truck and we just drive. And, and we, it was light when we left and then it was dark when we got to
1: where we were going. And Will drives a ranger, like a <laughs> two cab
0: Like old (laughs) four of us are in that
1: seat. And we
3: get to the top and there's an old church and a graveyard and this big seesaw. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to do
1: the seesaw. But it wasn't like just an up and down seesaw. It went up and down and it rotated 360.
0: Hmm. That's that's weird. It was
1: fun (laughs) at the beginning. Until... Dun, dun, dun. We're like, oh, let's all four get on this seesaw and let's stand up and balance. Yeah. So then <laughs>
3: Hannah comes tumbling to the ground and punctures her leg
0: oh, on a what? sharp
1: <laughs> rock. Like, my knee immediately went numb, and you could stick your thumb into my knee. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god!" So
3: she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And we're like, okay, let's get in the truck and we're leaving now. (laughs) We have to stop halfway through down this mountain. And she's like, I'm in so much
1: pain. And Because I was wearing jeans. And so there was just blood pouring through the jeans. And I was like, sorry, graphic (laughs) warning. I was like, I need to get out and like take an assessment of my knee. And so I go in the back. I like, you know, pull down my pants, look at my knee. And I'm like oh my gosh, this is really, really bad. And she's then, then at like, this point, I can't bend my knee anymore. So it's just stiff. So she lays across all four of us <laughs> while we drive
3: back. She's like, oh, we're going to just, she's like, just take me back to my place. And we're like, oh, okay. No, Hannah, hospital. we need to go to the hospital. So we end up taking her to the hospital and she has to get, how many stitches was it? I had, like yeah, I get five stitches in my knee. She had to get five stitches. It did was you a, go to
0: the hospital in Delana? Yeah, yes. I, I did. You're lucky you didn't I lose did. your leg.
1: <laughs> I know. It you know it started your ownership as, now started out as fun and games, but I you know someone always gets hurt when they play with me. That's just how it works. <laughs>
0: Usually it's not you though. That's the thing. That's why you like to keep doing it. <laughs> I know.
1: Me now. It was a good yeah. time. It was a good time. No. Okay, but yeah, for mean. you like and just you know. Well, I have a I'd knee sh- story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of my residents, I'm in my room and all of a sudden I hear do, 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 do. ah this guy like screams. i oh, what the heck? So I walk out of my room. I was an RA at North Georgia. Like, oh,
3: I was wondering like what kind of residence yeah. are you
0: talking about? Yeah, when I was in college and I came out and this guy, they were playing hallway football which is like, what are you talking about? Like, Why are you playing football in the hallway? And he hit the wall <gasps> and his knee had dislocated. <laughs> and so he's on the ground. He looks like Casper like skin. <laughs> like he's just like, like no one's home. And he's like, oh, I'm in pain. <laughs> what do I do? And like his knees just like, kind of like sitting there. oh yeah kind of lose it was like super gross and so we ended up calling the ambulance and his roommate who he didn't like nobody really liked he's like the one resident that no one liked he had like justin bieber hair the truth well, he, comes out he comes out of this room his roommate has like blue looking he like dyed it blue and was like justin bieber like back when he had like that little bowl cut where he would like swoop uh-huh. it. and then like he comes in he's like dude that looks like that sucks See you, bro. I got a party. And, like, goes and, like, leaves. I like, didn't hang out with him. Didn't talk to him. It wasn't, like, being sweet. He's like, I got a party. And, like, i just like, what? And I'm pretty sure before he got to the end of the hallway, his shirt was off. I was like, like why, why is your shirt? Like, you're not even at the party yet.
3: That's like you in environmental science
1: at one time.
0: That is, that is true.
1: Um, okay, so, but a memory with us. What's your, what's your favorite?
0: Um, oh, gosh. I
1: think we talked about a good one earlier earlier today you know
0: the <laughs> i don't know what this
1: oh the pterodactyl
0: <laughs> oh the pterodactyl okay so there was <laughs> oh my gosh um if you don't know me i am pretty uh, pretty wild benergy is like i said earlier as the kids call it we were in this class together and it was something about like i don't know if it was like s- why i was doing it but it was something somebody did like a science lesson there was some reason it was probably small, but I took the opportunity to do it. <laughs> and Dr. Linsky like Dr. Linsky, um, was like, ben, do you, like, "Do you have anything to add?" I was like, "I mean, I can show you." She's like, "Yeah, show us." So like, I got on the top of the table, and I pretended like I was in an egg, and then like I like, broke the egg shell with my like, my like my beak, It like kind of came out of the egg. Like, ah! And like came in and then like did this hole and she didn't stop it. She was watching it and she wasn't even like laughing. She was like in awe. Like she Every, was watching yeah. Jackson Park for the first time.
1: Everyone was gathered around the table and we had had the doors open because it was so hot down there and people from other classes were peeking their heads yeah. in, like,
0: what class is this and what is going on? And everybody's watching this and she's like, oh, just like, yeah, this is great stuff. I'm like, and I, I had to commit to it. So I, I did this whole like birthing of a pterodactyl out of an egg and I'm like, and I started doing my wings. it was pretty awesome. that was pretty epic, and she loved it. I got an A in the class. It was, it was sometimes uh, our degrees are a joke <laughs> 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 I gotta, gotta think. um there was uh, there was something else I did with her, but I can't remember what it was uh with Dr. Linsky, but she was just like you just got away with anything with her. That was awesome,
1: but she was a great teacher, no shade,
0: yeah, great teacher, great person, yeah. Decent teacher <laughs> Okay teacher <laughs> I remember I, I, I hope she's still there I Relationship
1: there. first You know
0: Yeah yeah It's so, uh, <laughs> We remember her You know mm-hmm. I don't remember all my professors
1: True mm-hmm.
0: Alright
3: I can't remember if we've asked this one or not But um, what's one thing you've learned In your 27th year That like really just stuck out We asked it Oh
0: no oh, we haven't I uh one of the things that I learned—you just made me think of like some of the college days—was I learned how, like, in my class. And if you're going to college one day, or if you're in college, think about this: I always learned to identify who the smart person was in the class. And once I identified them, you know, not not just education class, but like you know, a, a random science class here, or English class, or math class, Spanish class, whatever, I would identify them. And I would immediately befriend them. said, you're going to be my friend. You're going to be mm. my study buddy. <laughs> like, we're going to get through this together. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, great. Not knowing that you're the only reason why I'm going to pass this class because you know what you're doing, and I don't. And through that, like, and I was never mean or uh, maybe it's a slightly manipulative, but I was always, like, trying to be very genuine with them. And I actually made a lot of friends. So I learned through this year just, like, uh that's really I don't know if that's really this year. I just learned how to survive through college yeah. by making friends, and you know what? Make friends, people. That's how you survive in the world.
1: Mm, mm. Um. All right. What has been your best drink? Drink? Yeah. It doesn't have to be. It can be like a coffee drink. You know, like they had that fancy um, cloud coffee. I don't know if you tried it. No. Uh, but best kind of or like drink that you're like. Oh man, I discovered Coke Zero this year, you well, know something like that, or like uh, Red Rock mm-hmm. Ginger Ale.
0: Uh, that's true. <laughs> I um, I really enjoyed uh, vanilla Coke Zero that came out this year, or and they also have like orange. Have you vanilla. tried the orange vanilla? Yeah, I love orange vanilla. Orange
3: vanilla is good. It's, I agree.
0: It's fantastic. So I, I've been drinking that like on the on the daily. Probably too much, actually. I probably should cut that out. My uh. My normal is like root beer. I love root beer. I don't drink it right now because of the caffeine or for the sugar. Sorry, but normally root beer is my, my good go-to. Respect.
3: Okay. It's
0: really exciting. Someone's like, man, this dating profile of business is like <laughs> yeah. on point right now. So much depth I'm to it. I'm like creeping <laughs> on
3: your Facebook to get the best pictures. <laughs> you know, we're working on it. We're help. We're trying to help you out.
0: Uh, if you know any single ladies out there, just uh, let them know. So we gotta be like somewhere close to the end of twenty. I mean, I questions. don't know if we're
3: gonna ask all of these, but we can.
0: Because we got um, we got about maybe like five more minutes.
3: Okay, gotcha. Then, um, what is your favorite adventure or serendipitous moment of your twenty seventh year?
0: Serendipitous moment. Okay. Yeah, like yeah.
3: spont spontaneity. That's the word.
0: Man, gosh, I'm trying to think of all the, you know, there's probably somebody who's like listening is like I've been, we went on an adventure, man. How do you not remember? Yeah, they're upset people. I like, I'm sorry that I forgot we did that. Uh, I know one of the most adventurous things I did in life was when Josh Krause, who shout out to Josh, was part of our little education group here. He wasn't able to make it today, but Josh and I both taught at Gainesville, and we had like a really deep talk about we don't, we want to go do something different. And, like, like, but what does that look like? And he and I separately, like, went and applied and looked and stuff. And he moved to Utah, and I moved to Texas. And it was just to go out and explore a little bit deeper in depth of who we are and what we wanted to do in life. And so that was probably the most, like, adventurous, serendipitous of, like, I am leaving a job that pays a really good salary. I've saved a lot of money, like, you know, almost, like, $8,000, $10,000 of, like, savings and so it's like why do you leave the comfort of financial stability and it's because you are wanting to you know grow yourself in different aspects and not just your wallet and so that's probably the most serendipitous thing that i could think of that i've done in my life in 27 brother wayne's probably breaking something Um, uh it's a sister hannah over there oh just oh (laughs) hannah's breaking stuff um oh uh I uh oh, I oh, didn't see this is the thing. That's why I, I told that answer because I couldn't think of one, but now I thought of one. <laughs> I started my doctorate hey, at 27. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Uh, yeah, so I'm presuming my I'm pursuing my doctorate degree, which is a lot of fun.
2: So, you're gonna change this to the Dr. Bison podcast?
0: Uh, not until not until I finish. Gotcha. I don't want to get ahead of myself because you never know, I might drop out.
3: Well, since we only had a few more minutes left, do you have anything that you want to ask us or? Or, like, do
0: you have any? Can I, let me ask you this, and I want uh, this. Uh, this is very sincere when I say this because I think our listeners want to know this. I've known Hannah since high school, known Jessica since early years of college, and known Chris since today. Uh, we go deep for my birthday. <laughs> Life goes deep. Um, goes deep. Uh, I've known Wayne since today, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, is through this, and Josh and Will, and a couple of our other education friends, what makes you. What makes you want to keep connected with this group or these friends? What makes a long-lasting friendship? Because if you think about it, we, we lived life together, and it was awesome, and it was great. But a lot of times, the next chapter, you don't look at the previous chapter. You just move on. You go do something else. What's something that makes you go, I really want to continue to be in this group or be intentional with them?
2: I think, I think personally for me and my past relationships, it, I look at a different lens. I moved around a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Alabama for a long time, in Texas, Oklahoma. Like, I've moved around. I think the thing that holds me and those friendships together is that there's one idea or one concept that binds them all. Like, so for my deep friends in Alabama, the thing is it's time spent together that, like, lasts and makes an impact. You don't want to lose that time. So it's a lot of memories. With another group of friends, it was all about our relationship with the Lord, and, like, that's the thing that drives that relationship. Right. So I think an important thing is to identify an aspect of your life that all of you are, like, firmly planted in together. I think the Lord being the most healthy of all those relationships, but I think that that's something for me is, like, that's something that stands.
0: Absolutely.
3: Um, I would say I think that college was a gr- really huge growing opportunity, and I think that... A lot of times we think that the quantity of friends is extremely important, but um, I think by your senior year of college, you realize that it's definitely just the quality of friends. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the most important aspects of a quality friend is you don't have to talk to each other every single day, but when you do talk, you pick it up like right where you left off.
0: Absolutely. Um,
3: and, I th- and I think that um, y'all are definitely those type of people that, yeah, we don't have to talk every single day, but if you do call me or if we meet up that we're not, like, it's not going to be that awkward. Like, oh, what do I need to talk about? Like, let's just.
0: I remember when I first started this podcast, you, like, reached out and was like, Ben, this is awesome. Like, I'm so excited. You're, like, chasing your dreams. I was like, thank you, Jessica. Like, the sweetest person. Like. I still you
3: know. haven't got my t-shirt. <laughs>
1: I'm oh. I'm just
3: kidding. But, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's cool to, to, like, for example, I think another thing. Sorry, I took the mic, but it's okay. My parents went to North Georgia and they get together with all of their friends friends from college every year at gold rush Mm -hmm. and like they don't really talk to each other throughout the year but they see each other at that time and that's like something that's like i really want i guess Mm -hmm. in the far future that yeah you don't have to see those people every time but like when you do see them you can still have fun together and talk about the memories and
0: And there's a festival you can go to There's like like, things yeah it's fun
3: (laughs) it doesn't have to be a gold rush but like that you can just keep up with and be a part of your life and i think that those friends that you can keep up with have taught you something throughout the years. And although it's hard to verbalize that sometimes that um, like, it's just something that you want to keep, for keep going with because
1: they push you to be better, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. I think for me it's okay. We have all these at one time in our life when we were all in the same life stage, we had all these shared experiences, but now that we're getting older, our life stages look very different. We have to keep, creating those memories of shared experiences Mm -hmm. and so it's building opportunities to do that um so like all of us getting together here now and like you know be bumping around Dahlonega creating that shared experience okay so the next time we do it let's do something else and like keep building on that and not just letting it fringe out I feel like um, a lot of people allow relationships to fringe out. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you want to build something that lasts, you have to keep going back to it. Um, like Jessica said, it might not be an everyday thing, but even if it's just a once a year or, you know, reaching out and texting or calling or messaging, you know, every so often, I think that helps build camaraderie between the groups and also lets, you know, like, Hey, we don't talk every day, but I think about you and, I want to. St- I want this to keep going. I want this to be a lifelong thing.
0: That's that's super sweet. Cause I think about one of my flaws, or pro, whatever you want to call it, is I'm very like in the moment type person. So like when I'm in my job at, at youth minister, I'm with like I get to know my youth kids, get to know the families, get to know the church, I like, get to know this and like I'm like knowing this. Like Jessica's knowing, you know, her school teachers, her coworkers, her their lives and their friends and their families. Uh, Hannah. Knows all of her community and her church people, and like now it gets to know Chris and his family. And so, we become like really intentional where we're at, but it helps every once in a while to take a pause and, like, you know, this is my active community. Let's look at the community that got me here, mm-hmm. the community that helped build me in order to be successful in the current community. Yeah. Um, and that's like, I think that's a, a skill that you have to work on because it's really easy just to be like, I'm this is the stage I'm at now. And not appreciate maybe some of the stages um, as you go on. Yeah, and yeah. we'll we'll count that as our little nugget because every episode we end like a little nugget of wisdom, and that was all right, was Mr. Rogers. Much what was. Um, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers,
1: he ends every episode with a nugget of wisdom.
0: No, <laughs> oh. I thought it was original. <laughs> oh, oh man, no. Awkward.
1: but you're the Delana nugget of that's true. That's why I came yeah. up with that. I <laughs> thought know, like the Delana nugget and R.I.P. You know, Mr. Rogers. Rogers. God, so such a um, great neighborhood. You can you can fill those shoes.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Hannah, Jessica, and Chris, who's with uh, Baby Wayne outside. Yeah, I yeah. you, Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here. you are wonderful. Uh, and thank,
3: thank you for letting us on. I know we kind of forced you into this. We are like, we want to be on your podcast. No, no.
0: Oh, gosh, no, no. Absolutely. <laughs> happy
1: birthday. Happy yeah, birthday. Thank y'all. Thank
0: y'all. Cool. Thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo podcast. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's... Great White Buffalo Podcast on Instagram. Please go follow us. DM us if you have any questions or comments or concerns about the podcast. If you just loved the guests that we have, we'll try to get them back soon. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We love you. And we'll see you next time on GWB.